Akron Community Voice, spotlighting Akron's minority business owners and community leaders, featuring the programs and services of Bounce Innovation Hub. Akron Community Voice is made possible by WAKR 1590 in partnership with BU Podcasting Company. And now here's your hosts, Ace Epps and Kat McDaniel. Good morning and welcome to Akron Community Voice, a weekly talk show brought to you by WAKR 1590 and BME Akron. BB Community is an award-winning network of innovators, leaders, and champions who invest in aspiring communities. We train leading organizations in matters of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We run the most remarkable fellowships for black leaders in the nation. My name is Kat McDaniel, and I would like to thank you for joining us and taking time to listen. Good morning. My name is Ace Epps. And listen, we're on the air every Sunday morning at 9 that's right. On the script, I got six. I don't know, because that was back when we were six o'clock. Yep. But we're on the air at 9.30 every Sunday morning. We're going to get your week started off right. If you're hearing this on our social media page, you can check us out on Kat's page. That's right. You can check us out on my page. Mm-hmm. You can also check us at www.AkronCommunityVoice.com. We're going to be spotlighting um, Akron minority business owners, community leaders, a couple artists on this show. Right. Right. And as community partners, BME Community supports their efforts of bounce mm-hmm. in creating a better Akron. Okay. So, Kat, I spoke to a, a lady the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And she is awesome, very phenomenal. And um, she's going to be doing a lot of um, work helping us out at Bounce. Okay. Okay. She She's like the facilitator's facilitator. Oh, I like that. She's, I like that. Do you like that? I like I just it. made that one I up. I see. It was yeah. off the head. Yeah, off the head. <laughs> right. But she said it, she said yesterday that it was a joy to facilitate. Right. Wow. So I said, I said, we got to get her on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this lady's name is Cindy Woodrum. How are you doing, Miss Cindy? I am extremely well today. Thank you so much, Ace. And, and it's so nice to be with you and Kat today. I appreciate that kind introduction. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're going to get into uh, your business. But what we're going to do first is do this thing we call morning motivation. Morning motivation. Right. Kat, tell us what that morning motivation is for people who don't know. Well, our morning motivation is um, a scripture, a quote, um, anything that I can find sometimes online, um, which we will, I'll go ahead and tell everyone, and we go around the room, round robin style. Right, right. We give our take on it, and we either buy it or don't buy it. See, now, we didn't tell um, Miss Cindy that. No, we didn't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we either buy it or don't buy it. Now, no pressure. No pressure. We've never not bought something, so... (laughs) All right. Well, there's just one time. Okay, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I was so going to say, well, there's one time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, so what you got, Kat? What, what's the quote for today? Okay. Today's quote is, when you undervalue what you do, the world will undervalue who you are. Oprah Winfrey. Oh. Read it aloud one more time. One Read more it time. aloud. Okay. When you undervalue what you do. Okay. The world will undervalue who you are. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good one, Oprah. Yeah, he kind of. Okay, so I take a stab at it first. All right. All right. When you overva- when when you undervalue Under. when you undervalue what you do. So you know what that reminds me of? What does it remind? That reminds me remind me of people who who are starting businesses, right? Of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And and they're looking for funding. 
and then they get the funding. They want to pay for the rooms, the equipment. Mm. They want to pay for the food. They want to pay for everything. And then they say, well, I'm going to need a $80,000 loan, mm-hmm. right? Or 180000 I don't know. But then they never put themselves in it. Right. You know, like they never put themselves in. Like, what what are you going to pay yourself? Right. Exactly. But you're paying everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, and it also reminds me of people who who say, oh, I, I, I do your whole land, your whole yard work for ten dollars. Exactly. Just to get the deal, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I'm thinking from here on out, the ten dollar lawn guy. Exactly. Right. Right. So I think that that I like that quote. But I think to me is when you when you set a bar for yourself based on how 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 you how you let the world perceive you how you let them perceive you if if i'm undercutting every dj in, in the city for a hundred dollars and right. everybody spent three hundred dollars i am now the hundred dollar dj and when a serious thing come up is they calling me no nah so that's what i'm buying don't undercut yourself okay keep 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 some integrity a little bit of integrity. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm selling today. I'm All not. right. Well, Miss Woodrum, did you buy that or not? Well, my answer will be a twofold perspective. I believe that the world does perceive it that way. So I think fundamentally that's a true perception, but I think it is based on a false premise that our value as a human being should be based on any contribution that we make. We're good enough to be valued for who we are and what we are and the existence itself. So I I don't like that characterization personally. Mm -hmm. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on people to be inauthentic as they enter business ventures um, and relationships and, you know, all of the things we do as humans in life. Wow. Wow. So... I'm buying that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy that. I'm going to give her a soul clap. I feel like she needs to drop yeah, the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, she didn't say whether or not she bought mine. Though. Right, did right, Did you right. catch that? I did. Did you catch that? Because she bought it. Because she bought it. She kind of bought it, and then she took off uh-huh. from that and, and elaborated. Yeah, not so only, I like it. Not only did she elaborate, <laughs> she, 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 she made, okay, mine's. What did what did, what did I say? Uh, you know what? It doesn't even matter at Does this point. Does it even? I mean, matter? do we even want to hear your take on it? I don't know. I think I think. Let's no. We gotta go. Don't really? be don't be so say, quick. I was ready to say nope. It was good enough. All right, well. read it aloud for everybody who just joined <laughs> us on WAKR. When you undervalue what you do, the world will undervalue who you are. Okay. So I honestly, between your answer, Miss mm-hmm. Woodrum's answer, mm-hmm. like, what else should I say? But I mean, to piggyback off of a little bit off of what you were saying, I just think once, like, you're if you're going into business, um, or you're starting any type of adventure for yourself, if you undervalue, like, you can do something, and you not think that you're good enough to compete with, like, let's just say, if I want to start making bread, but I think Schwabels is like the best bread. I don't want to take that and make that me shrink myself. I don't want to shrink myself to feel like um, I've, I've taken the time. It's homemade. You know, I spent all these hours making this recipe, but in order for people to buy me, because they already know Schwabels, let me, let me kind of shrink myself down to kind of fit in to, to slide in somewhere. Right, right. And I think that it just makes you undervalue yourself. Like you, you start to doubt yourself and can you make it, right, um, right. you know, are you able to run in such a, a league where there are hard hitters when your bread may be the best thing for right. sliced bread? Did you say, <laughs> Cindy, did you, she I said, she said like you, your you, bread 
might be the best thing Seriously. since sliced bread. Seriously, like I bake, you know, so I have to take my own references. <laughs> no, I like it. I, I like bake. it. So, you know, I just feel like sometimes I, I myself, I can take from my own personal, I will shrink myself because you right. think there are so many people that's been around for so long that are bigger, that are doing their thing, they're established. And at some point, if you walk into a room, you want to be a person that stands out if you're trying to start a business venture or you want to be taken seriously. So you shouldn't shrink yourself when you walk into those rooms because then everyone will undervalue you. They're not going to look at you like right. you're the go-to person, kind of like how you said. So I, I know, but I like that. My take on not, it. It's my take. I, no, I, Cindy, Miss Woodrum, <laughs> are, you, yes. are, you buying, are you buying that? Yeah, I do buy that because I think there's a difference when we're speaking about commercialization. Definitely. I'm a big fan and I dedicate an entire, you know, s- sort of chapter of of shaping someone's thinking around things like pricing. Um, and it's the value for value discussion. So I completely agree that if if the um, if it's commercialization that we're talking about, you do have to set the value for that. Or you're either going to go out of business, drive yourself crazy, um, or under uh, support the growth that you might want to achieve in the future because it's got to get paid for somewhere. So for me, those are two separate, and I completely agree with both of you from a commercialization perspective. Human fundamental, you know, it starts with the person, I, I feel, and I think validating everyone is the beginning because too many small businesses get knocked off that, that equilibrium, you know, pedestal because of the criticism. And I think that's very unhealthy and unfair. All right, great. Oh, all right. Sounds so, like she, she, uh, yeah. she, she did buy that. She, I think she bought that. <laughs> so I like All it. right. And I buy it too. Good. I buy it too. So that's our morning motivation. Kat, <laughs> you're going to post Yay. it? I'm definitely going to post that on my page today because I right. really like that one. Okay. So, we're going to go ahead and do some announcements real yes, quick. Yes, we are. All right, what yes, we got? Are, they are both from Bounce today. All right, right, right. Uh, We're going to start with Grow, Generating Real Opportunity and Wealth for Aspiring Entrepreneur Program. Okay. It is a 10-week core program focusing on entrepreneurship, education, and business idea validation for aspiring business owners. Now, for that, just to let you guys know, we just opened up the... Um, um, Eventbrite link for okay. those of you who are interested. I'm, I'm I'm assuming every time we open that link up, it's over in about a week. Yeah. So we just opened it up. If you're listening to this on the radio, and it's Sunday, but if you listen to this on um, the web or, or on a podcast you or iTunes or something, you have a you have a little time, and we'll check you. We check back within a week to see if that gate is still open. Okay. We take about 15 members. 15. Yes. That's right. And there's a three track program all right so the first track is the client point of entry it's a one-on-one business counseling and mentorship mm-hmm. so that's where you get all your ideas on the floor yeah you work with somebody one one one-on-one you could you could just be a, a individual who just maybe don't have time for a cohort program and mm-hmm. you need some one-on-one and then that leads you to like maybe the track one which is the aspiring entrepreneurs program that's like the ice house okay track one and then track two track two is mortar at bounce right it's a 15-week cohort program helping business launch businesses launch and maintain sustainability by creating jobs and increasing capital right right and this is an effort um with um, burton d morgan and gar foundation the city 
um, just a, a number of people who the Urban League is helping out on this thing, wow, the University of Akron, mm-hmm. Small Business Association. And these are for, for people who are, um, if there's if the first one is for people who are imagining, this is for people who are already doing it, right? And so we're crossing T's, dotting I's, taking a deeper dive in what it takes to make a successful um, business and learn the nuances of business development as well. Okay. That leads us over to track three, which is a next level business incubator, one-on-one business counseling, mentorship, and workshops to assist established business owners grossing anywhere between 10000 to $1.5 million annually to scale and market more successfully. Right, right. And again, that's for people who are who, who, who basically doing it, right? If right. the first one is a toe into the water, mm-hmm. then mortar, it was a foot in the water. Mm-hmm. If you are next level, you're doing this couple backstrokes. All right. There's a couple backstrokes. And <laughs> and and um, Miss Woodrum is going to be um, helping us out in that. We'll get to that and, and what that looks like in a moment. But then we have another one, a special announcement that we will be opening. Wow. Uh, again to the public. Wow. How- on Tuesday. Is that the 12th? I believe it's so. It's the 12th. Tuesday. So how are we feeling about well, you know, well, here's a good thing. I, they're they're doing a good thing about being um, compliant with what the governor have and state um, uh, things of um, sanitation and six feet. They spent a week mm-hmm. spacing <laughs> out right. stuff, right? right. When I mean space, you can't come in unless you have the mask on, mm-hmm. you know, um, spacing out. Now, now there's people already that's inbounds buildings, like businesses. Right. But we're saying we're opening up to the public at this point. That means you could just walk straight in. And um, if you've never been to Bounce okay. on Tuesday, Tuesday, you could come in for free 99. <gasps> I like, you know, we like free 99. I know, I know. I we, know. All, we all like free 99. Yep, yep. So um, I see how like the new layout looks. Okay. It's, okay. it's good. So everybody should feel safe. They're sanitizing. Um, you got the mask on. And now it's not going to be, you know, where you're not sitting kind of next to someone. It's spaced out. Right, right, right. Feet. So that's God. That's great. You guys are COVID. COVID compliant. compliant. Is that a word? It is. It's, it's, it's the new. It's the new normal. The new normal. <laughs> right. All right. So with that being said, we have the membership co-working and office space opening. Um, so basically, bounce bounce is completely renovated first floor generator space is twenty seven thousand square feet with a modern industrial design that perfectly captures the spirit of Akron's past and present. Accented by local locally made artwork and furnishing, it includes co working office and event space, the workshop, a creative co op and a export lab and a coffee house ooh, and cafe. Right, right. When you become a co-working member of Bounce, you'll have access to the state-of-the-art facilities, education and network events, fun, vibrant atmosphere filled with like-minded individuals, member-only benefits from partners like Yoga Squared and Rock Mill Climbing. I'll also be adding more, huh? Mm-hmm. So uh, for becoming or for more information or to become a member, please email the generator at Bounce. Hub.org. Pounce. Tons of amenities here. Yes, yes, yes. I, and, and, you know, coffee. since I've, I've, the coffee shop won't be open Monday, of course. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, you know, you know, hopefully by then the mayor has, would have, would have, I mean, not the mayor, the governor would have, um, I don't know what's said going something. On. I don't know. Well, but, but memberships. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Membership, co working memberships for the, ten, you get a day pass for $10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're restricted to business hours, 8 to 5 p.m., shared co-working space, and online purchase. The part-timer. 
40 to $80. It's only planning to use the space once in a while. You get to pack, uh, you get a pack of five to 10 passes and they never expire. So restricted to business hours again, five to 10 and co-working. I said five to 10. It's eight to five. Right, right. Sharing co-working space. So we won't have to go over that again. The co-worker, uh, 150 a month. Yes. That's a good one. That's, you're really that's dedicated. The, yeah, and that's the 150 a month where you come in and you get a space. and like Whenever you want. Yeah, um, 24-hour access. So they're open 24 hours? Yeah, for 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 um yeah to build it if you got if you're a member you can get in the building twenty yeah. hours a day yeah if you're if you're that part time or that full time member I like it part timers don't yeah no part timer part timers do those one day passers don't have full access so for for example if you paying ten dollars or for a day you don't have full access you just could come in business hours eight to five mm-hmm. if you having um um like those that forty to eighty dollar thing. The forty to eighty dollar thing, yes, yeah, that's it. That yeah, that, that is. But the, yeah, because what what I mean by the the hundred and fifty dollar. I like that one's more co work. Is, is it or is it? So what's know. the reserve? Okay, so basically, yes, so you yes. got twenty four seven. You get the shared working space, three conference rooms, right, credits, right, okay, and one printing credit per month. So that's a good one. And then you have the reserve desk. Absolutely. That's the two. That's the. Uh, that's the two fifty. Now that one is no you one sits in your. Desk. No one you sits in your desk. It says that first. I put my TV up there. Okay. If you my want flower to. up there. Okay. I put a picture of my wife. Oh. Up there. And nobody's gonna touch it because that's your space. Right. Right. <laughs> you you so, pick your desk. Right. Right. Okay. Twenty four seven access again. A reserved seating with lockable desk storage. Six six conference room credits, mm-hmm. and you get that credit. Um. Um. Printing credit per month. Right. Now, if you want to advance even further than that. Private office starting at five hundred a month. So you're looking to own office and your own for your own team. You have a fully furnished space to grow your business. That's awesome. Twenty four seven um access private right. lockable office. Twelve conference room credits per month and two printing uh, credits per month. So and this is the generator and 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 and, and it's amazing. It's a good it's a good um, space to work. The space is open. It's gorgeous. I mean, you got a contact form again. I do. <clears throat> Again, they're located at 526 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio, 44311. And you can also um, contact info at bouncehub.org or www.bouncehub.org. All right. So now on the phone again with us, we got all that out the way. Yes, we did. A small discussion. We have Cindy Woodrum. Cindy is a, um, listen, She. I'm, I'm going to let her tell you what she's passionate about okay tell us about a little bit about yourself and what you do cindy well first of all thank you for again this opportunity um uh, my entire uh career has been centered around this desire to help people um i don't have any particular widget skill or talent that makes me an artist or something you could build a business around. But what I found fairly early on in my career is the ability to facilitate others' successes. I buy in, I get excited. I provided enthusiasm and encouragement back when I had fewer skill sets to offer. And as a result, uh, over the course of my career, I kept getting more and more opportunities to expand those skills. And I'm I'm very um, humbled by uh, the opportunity that I had to serve at the feet of what I consider to be some of the greatest minds in business. 
Um, and so it's been kind of a field PhD, if you will, enjoying both successes and failures and learning from them and then helping that next generation of, of customers um, see those pitfalls, avoid them, do what we can to do better. And as a result, um, it really started to come together into this understandable, cohesive kind of plan that when followed, and, and it's not a specific do this today, do this tomorrow, but it's, it's a plan of development, of identification, of being fluid and observant and lean and open and receptive to the opportunities as they present themselves. Because the one thing I did learn early on is all those behemoth business plans and all the thoughts about what could be, 95% of them never even came close. And so that that taught me the importance of is intuition of really testing the waters and and really exploring that which sometimes people said couldn't be done. And, and so over the course of that career, um, I, I was able to get involved in strategy work. Um, my love and passion is really building out the organization once, once those clients decided what that pathway would be. And so this kind of all comes under the heading of commercialization in my book, and it involves every silo of the business um, centering themselves around supporting that revenue generation effort. And so the, m- most of my clients, if not all of them, um, there were some pre-commercial opportunities, but most of them had sales forces. And so that's my expertise is in sales modeling, sales development, um, recruitment and staffing and training and, and uh, just making sure that the, the funnel was filled and fueled by the very best people who matched that company's vision, mission, value, and what what they were ultimately there to do. And the results just kept getting better and better and better. And so I I spent a 25-year career um, with a little over 40 companies and the ultimate success rate of those companies, and they were all startups recovery, new market entry, accelerated growth, those problem children, um, it was over 90% success. For those who wanted to, to accomplish and sell the business, we did that. For those who just wanted to grow and continue to run and provide a legacy for their family, we did that. Um, so it was just a really interesting um, education and opportunity to get into areas I had never um, even imagined would be within my wheelhouse. And the result was really just a good, comprehensive understanding of organizational development. And I became convinced pretty early on that that, that was a missing link to success for so many people who are out there championing these wonderful causes. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. Sense. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and so with that being said, I think that our listeners know exactly where you lie as it relates to um, local entrepreneurship and helping and, and things of that nature. So, Kat, she will be um, helping out in the Next Level Incubator. Oh, so third level. Right? Third level, yes. So um, so the Next Level Incubator, we meet once a month, right? Mm-hmm. And during that month, we during that um, meeting, we have a workshop. And um, 
Ms. Woodrum is going to be um, facilitating said workshops for the, 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 the cohort. So what I'd like to do is um, me and Kat is going to um, come up with a couple questions from a, a, a small business perspective. And um, that's, we're going to just try to throw them your way, try to do your best to see if you can answer a couple of them based on your, your, your perspectives and where you are in your education experience. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So, Miss Cindy, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a startup, and um, I'm doing commercial, let's say, rest, let, I'm doing a restaurant, right? I'm doing a restaurant. And um, all I know is that my food is awesome. Everybody eats my food every time I cook it. And I want to start. I got my loan. I got my building. I'm ready to go. What would be some advice you would give me knowing that that's all I have? I have the money. I have the space. And I know how to cook. Uh, Well, for a small business in the service industry, uh, I think a good healthy dose of reality is one of the first things that I would encourage someone. Now, you're you're way past the mark that I would typically recommend that you do this, but kind of look ahead, see your future, because the fatigue, um, the pitfalls, the restaurant business especially, is typically um, a, a very time-consuming, laborious, customer-facing. Um, the world is on your shoulders and it can be a really difficult business and there are a lot of failures because people go into it because they're good at cooking and people eat what they cook. So I, I really would sit down and say, how are we, and, and I talk a lot about commercialization and, and what I mean by that is, how are you going to make this a success? Have you thought about these things? And there are silos of every business and if you haven't thought about them, then, then let's fill in what resources you need. Um, let's talk about how you're going to staff it, how you're going to present it, how you're going to brand it, then how you market it. And those things have a really specific order. Um, and I don't speak in absolutes because I've seen people break the rules. But what I do say is there are higher probabilities, um, activities and planning and so on that you can do. So if you want to be that lone ranger that goes out and just shoots from the hip and hopes that you are a success, then that's your pathway and and bless you, you go do it, right? We're still going to support that. But if you want the higher probability of success, you look at the models of success and you try to look for those common things that produced the um, those success stories. So if a bodybuilder, for example, and this is like a funny chuckle story, but it shows um, the ridiculousness sometimes of what we think and what the reality is. But I've got a bodybuilder friend who pours uh, wine on his Cheerios for breakfast, but he also works out on a regiment. He's careful about um, making sure he has rest in between these inc- uh, increased you know, workouts and so on, and, and he's... He's honing this body. But when you interview him, he tells you the reason for his success was the wine that he poured on his Cheerios because he convinced himself that's what made the difference. When in reality, we all know it was the work ethic and the dedication and getting to that gym and lifting those weights and training that really produced the body, the physique. So I try to just say, okay, let's take a a cross-section 
and see what are the common areas that successful restaurateurs um, have shared with you. And then do some self-analysis. Do I have it? Can I get it? How quickly can I get it? Because those businesses, when they scale, um, the introduction of those kinds of, uh, of, of helpers, aids, whatever they are, if the timing is off, it'll kill a great idea. It'll kill enthusiasm. Right, it will right. kill the work ethic. Right. So I just try to make sure they're really aware. Right. And then whatever they lack, let's help them get it. Absolutely. We got about two minutes left. Um, before we do that, uh, Kat, can you give me you got a quick question? Well, I just honestly, like this is so much. And I think you guys are going to have like a wonderful um, she's going to have a wonderful facilitating yes, meeting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, a lot to learn. I just want to know, like, what? how did you know this was your calling? Right. Again, we, just, we we got two minutes I, left, but go ahead. Well, I wouldn't say that I did know that it was a calling. I, I say that I did exactly what I've seen my clients do over the years, mm-hmm. and I, I followed opportunity. I rejected the things that um, just didn't in, in thrill me or I wouldn't put the time and energy into, and I followed the things that were my passion and then it didn't matter how much time and energy it, it required for me to become proficient at first. And eventually in some of these areas, I am, I am a subject matter expert. And, and I just followed that passion. And I also followed what was required for me to, to be successful for my clients, whether I liked it or not. So it was a little bit of both. We got a half a minute left. If you're listening, you can check her out where? At the Next Level Business Incubator. It's one-on-one. Business counseling mentorship. Right. I held it bounce. I held that bounce. And you can check us out at, um, you can email me directly, Ace. I, how about I say Ace at BME Community? I see. Yeah. A E P P S A Eps at bouncehub.org. That's our show for today. Thank you for taking time to listen. Thank you, Cindy, for calling in. We're going to have her back. Thank you so much. We'll definitely have you back. Have a good day, Kat. This is Kat McDaniels. You guys have a great day.